Welcome back to Burnt Toast and Bitaway. Hi guys. How you doing? <laughs> so today we have a special guest. Um, the one, the only, Golan Johnson. Johnson. Mm-hmm. I like how we said that together. <laughs> Golan the Climb Johnson. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Love the synchronicity. Try our best, dear. Try our best, dear. Yeah, the synchronicity. (laughs) (laughs) What? What? Oh my god. Um, Uh, Also, you might hear the um, the dishwasher in the back, and some res dogs in the wind. But you know, we're trying our best here. We're just giving you guys a sense of you know. um, This is the res. This yeah. is John Paul's Lane. We're painting mm-hmm. you a picture and we can't like mute it and stuff. So if you hear some seagulls, you hear some seagulls. Maybe some eagles, I don't know. <laughs> Hopefully. Hopefully. Golo saw an eagle, so I feel like that's good I vibes. It, no, it was really close. Like, it was like down there, you could see it in the. Man, the ancestors, bro. Uh-huh, for real. They're here for us. On the other side, they're like, yo. Good job. Good job with that part. <laughs> I feel like that was a message too because it reminded me of something. Now I'm like ready. I'm really? Yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> oh my god. But um, I'm gonna give you like a little intro into how we know Gallo and stuff. Um, we know her our whole life. Uh, she's only like a month older than us. Uh, we've been in the same grade, same like class vibes. Went to, went into a Mi'kmaq immersion together. Uh, we, uh, have always had a friendship with her and, you know, we were fortunate enough to, uh, grow as people and, you know, like, as adults, I'm, like, super, like, you just, just painfully, I love the transformation, I admire you very highly and stuff, so, um, that's Galo to me. That's Galo to you. Yeah. Yeah, Galo's pretty cool in my eyes, (laughs) She, I know, I really wanted her on the podcast because I just really value just her experiences, her knowledge, and just... Like, Galo as a person, you know? Like, I feel like there's just so much more to be able to talk about and be able to share that can't be just translated through social media. So being able to have her on the podcast is being able to, like, give her the opportunity to show herself in the best light as she wants to, you know? So that's why I feel, like, very, like... We felt, like, spiritually drawn to, like, just have Galo on the podcast. And I'm sorry for the stuff in the background. But anyways, Galo, you know... She says she listens to our podcast, so usually on our guest interviews, our interviews, when we have guests on here, we just usually ask, like, who are you? So who are you? Because, like, I feel like that's the only only person that could really answer that is you, mm-hmm. you know? So um, I'm Gullolin Johnson. Everybody calls me Gullo. I'm 21 years old. And um, my spirit name is the Soren Eagle Woman. Um, my spirit animal is the eagle and my spirit warrior is a turtle my spirit colors are uh green white brown and blue and i'm two spirit so that is gullolin johnson and that is why i identify as as a mi'kmaq woman and when i'm true to myself those are the things that i like to bring into light because that's who i am i resonate a lot with the land I respect the vibes, bro. Mm-hmm. Thank you. You just hurt my stomach a little bit. It was like, roar. <laughs> but that was that's really cool. I, like, I just like how you identify yourself as like 
your spirit kind of deal and like just that's beautiful bro that's beautiful mm, thank you uh, I, I don't know if this is like a stupid question but like if you know if you're from our community or if you're even Mi'kmaq you know who Ellen Johnson is you've heard her voice you cross cross a Mi'kmaq you know <laughs> go Ellen Johnson can you tell me like uh not what but what experiences have really sh- like shaped you into the person you are today Oh yeah, of course. Oh yeah. Um, but before I actually go on about that, I just wanted to touch up a little bit about you guys. Because I love you guys. And like, I'm, I'm finally here. I'm super excited to be on this podcast. Like you guys said, I listen to your podcasts. I love them. I've listened to all of them. I'm, I'm saving that one, that good one. Mm-hmm. The one with your guys' mother, you know, for a long day and a nice good walk. You know, mm-hmm. whenever I need to go cleanse, just go off. So um, that's the reason why I love listening to these because they go off on tangents. They reach like different levels of energy that I just love tuning into, and um, that's just who I am. Like like I said, that's who I identify as. And um, I brought you guys some gifts here today, little necklaces. I just wanted to speak a little bit about them because I wanted to like show you guys like how honored I am to be here. I wanted to give you guys some offerings like thank you so much for letting me be here, being your guys' energy. Thank you for inviting me to your home. Um, but these are little necklaces that resonate with who you are, I hope. Cameron, you carry the moon and Mason, you carry the sun. But you also carry the moon as well. So on the front of your necklace, it's the moon. And then on the back, you carry a piece of Cam because, you know, you're the second born. Cameron's the first born. And uh, they carry the four sacred medicines, Mi'kmaq um, medicines, which are cedar, sage, sweetgrass, and tobacco. And then they carry a labradorite crystal, which helps you like awaken your third eye. Because you guys are always talking about how you guys are trying to reach different you know, meanings and different levels of life. And I really feel like this is a crystal that helps you get in tune with like, your psyche and your gifts and you know your destiny and path. That's what they're for. I just wanted you guys to be able to... You know, carry a piece of that. Remember that that's what you guys are striving towards. Because that's what I get a lot from your podcasts. Oh, and lastly, mm. <laughs> they're on seashells. Mm. Yeah, because you guys, like you guys said, you guys resonate with the water. So I really just wanted to capture that all because, like, this is what you guys have brought to me. Like, you guys have shown me things. And so I wanted to be able to give it back and be here today. Oh my yeah. god. Like... <laughs> Bro, you got me in the field. <laughs> Bro. <laughs> no, like, you have no idea how much this means to me. And I don't know, I really appreciate it. Like, thank you so much. Like, I don't know, you're already, you're already bringing your knowledge, and that, that was all good enough for me. And just the fact that you brought us gifts, too, man. But she brought donuts. <laughs> I'm eating a donut right now. It's burnt. It's not even. It's burnt do- donuts and bit of it. <laughs> I had to. Pee, I had to bring a piece of me. I love donuts. They're my favorite. Mm. Like Tim's. Tim's is great, but it's a six on my donut like love scale. I mm. swear. <laughs> I have so many like donut like adventures. Is, is there donut places in Sydney? Um, I'm not even sure. <laughs> I mostly have donuts when I go like other places mm-hmm. like Halifax or like if I'm just like in Ottawa like randomly like I'll go to a donut place mm. and I'm like damn that's the best donut I ever had. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like you, you kind of compromise to have a Tim's donut. <laughs> oh yeah. I'm like no oh, this is where I have them in Canada. Mm-hmm. <laughs> True like COVID be taking away your, your uh, donut plans right now. Oh yeah. Shaking but yeah so what was the question again? Just, just the refresher. <laughs> uh, I asked you what uh, experiences have shaped you 
It's the person you are today. Mm-hmm. Like, when mm-hmm. you think back in, like, such a transformative time, like, what is something that, like, really, like, impacted you? Well, like, probably the most impactful, like, experience I had was, like, the climb. Um, my parents translated that when I was nine years old. The first, like, verse and chorus with my grandparents, and I was a part of it. We translated it over, like, one night, and I learned it within a week. And at the time, like, I was still having a hard time, like, pronouncing a lot of the, like, Mi'kmaq words. A lot of them were, like, new to me, and my mom had to teach me that, like, song. And, like, I really love the fact that I can, like, speak Mi'kmaq fluently now. But, like, that's not something that I've always had, you know? And I think that's a lot of the things that you have to remember when you're Mi'kmaq. Like, one of the things that I've, like, gotten from Cameron, like, on pageants, Mm -hmm. is that language is embedded into who we are. Mm. And I still remember when I was in Ottawa for Gentle Warrior... I mentioned that in an interview, and I was like, language is embedded into who we are. Oh, my God. And I was like, because I, like, he- hear those words in my head so, like, telepathically. Like, it's so true. Like, you can leave it at that. Like, language is how you communicate into this material world. Material world. It's like your two wide seeing of mm-hmm. things. You know, the Western view and the indigenous view. Like, the two perspectives. And you join them. So... That's kind of what's shaped me into who I am. When I was nine years old, I was able to use the climb, I was able to use my language, and that's really what set me off. Um, I um, joined the Eskisoni Idol in grade nine, mm. and that's really what set me off for the community. Mm. You know, That's how everybody knew, like, oh my god, Gullah can, Gullah can sing? Like, I didn't know I can sing, I joined for a toonie. Mm-hmm. And so I can go buy a poutine. My brother's like, join for a toonie, bro, I'll get you poutine. And I was like, yes. <laughs> and then, like, I ended up winning. And it's so funny. I always talk about how immature I was still at nine years old. Like, I didn't get a lot of things. I was so naive. I mean, this little res girl, nine years old, like. And they're like, uh, so would you like to sing, like, your last song? Like, you know, it's an encore. And I sang our song, I think, as my last song. Like, <laughs> Taylor by Taylor Swift. Mm-hmm. She's a Swifty. Mm-hmm. She's my idol, I swear. <laughs> and then they're like, would you like to sing, like, an encore? And I was like, no, my throat hurts. And they were like, oh, uh, she's not going to sing an encore. She's uh, tired. She wants to go home. <laughs> and, like, at that time, like, you really got to think, like, a nine-year-old. Like, you're, you're not going to, you're going to cut a nine-year-old off, like, in the world. Mm-hmm. But, like, to me, I just, like, really was, like, being genuine, like, no. <laughs> Like, but, like, I look at it, like, a year from now, I was like, I'd never do that. I'm like, oh, my God. You're like, because, no, I'm too sorry, I'm out. Uh-huh. Like, after that, I received some, like, heavy training from my parents. They're like, listen, you are in the public eye. I was like, okay. <laughs> but, like, yeah, the things that have shaped me is staying true to myself along my journey. Like, my parents have taught me a lot of the ways that I have to be, n- not coached me, but, like, they taught me a lot of ways that I need to respect myself. Because a lot of the ways, you know, when you're in the public eye, like you guys have said, everybody knows Galilean Johnson, you know, you, you're shaped in a perspective from everybody else's view. And a lot of times when you're in the public eye, you kind of forget a sense of who you are. And that's always what they've told me to remember. They said, like, you can refuse anything at any time. Like, this doesn't have to be who you are. You have to remember, like, who you are and this is what you do. Like, this is what you give into the world. You, you know, you use your gift to sing, and that's beautiful, but you have to remember to stay true to yourself. Mm. And that is what I've carried throughout my life. So a lot of the things that have shaped me into who I am, like I've said in the beginning, was, like, resonating with the land. And even now, like, I was able to give you guys gifts that, mm. like, I was able to show you guys that that's who I am. Mm. And I want you guys to carry a piece of, like, who you guys genuinely are, because I've been able to hear a lot from your guys' experiences, what you guys resonate with. So I wanted to be able to 
bring that out into the physical world because mm-hmm. I'm also a very visual learner. Mm-hmm. Like, I like to have the hands-on things, and it's why I started getting into the crystals. I've even brought some today. <laughs> like, I'm on a journey with those, mm-hmm. and I really love that healing crystals. So, yeah. I love that, like... Uh it's just, we're even, I even wrote down, like, creativity. Like, when you say you're, like, a hands-on person, we're like, yo, Gullo, like, knows how to do makeup. Like, she picks up, a, like, a paintbrush, but she knows how to paint. But, like, it's constantly, you're, like, you're very, like, like creative. Like, you're creative native. And I just, like, it's so beautiful to be able to hear just, like, how much your parents mentored you and how much they just guided you and helped you and, like, wanted you to stay true to who you were. And, like, constantly watered your plant and your heart and your mind and everything like that. Like, that's so beautiful to me. I also, like, wanted to ask, like, why the climb? Why was it the climb? Like, why why that specific song? Mm-hmm. Okay, so it was the climb because, um, especially around that time, like, Hannah Montana mm. was, like, it. And I, like, loved Miley Cyrus. I still love Miley Cyrus. Like, I love her to this day. I resonate so much with her. I'm like, yes, I love Miley. Like, through thick and thin, man. <laughs> Everything with Miley. Like, mm. she's my hero. I'm her number one fan. So, yeah. that's why. Like, my parents said, what do, you, what do you think is a really good song? And I remember that music video that she had at the end, you know, with her guitar. She's on the road. And I remember <laughs> just being like, wow. Like, I walked that road in life. I'm like, wow, I want that. Mm. And so my parents were like, what do, what do you have in mind? And I thought about some Taylor Swift songs. I thought about Miley Cyrus. And they're like, all right, Miley Cyrus, okay. Um, any songs? I was like, can I not a movie? They're like, can I not a movie? And I was just thinking, like, um, like a song from there. And the, the climb, I was like, yes. And <laughs> that night, like, that's how quick it was. It took mm-hmm. off that fast. And... But the reason for it was because after the Eskizoni Idol, I got asked to go sing in member two. They're like, can you, uh, can you sing a song for us, like, in Mi'kmaq? And, like, at that time, I didn't really, like, we couldn't, like, make up a song or anything. So my mom was like, let's just translate a song. So that's what we did. That's how it started. And Damn. that's how that took oh off. Oh, my God. Backstage info. Mm-hmm. Behind the scenes. Bro, I wouldn't have known this if I didn't ask. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. I always wondered, like... It's so cool because the climb translates to so much too. Like it just maybe it just stemmed from your love for Hannah Montana, but just like even the meaning behind that song, like life is a climb, you know. And imagine you're nine year old and you're singing that, and you're just like <laughs> inspired, like and like. But oh. the view is great. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah, say, life is like, a climb. <laughs> the view is great, and I'm yes. like true, man. But life is a climb. But I'm now 21. But life is a motherfucking climb. <laughs> I'll, I'll be chilling there in my bed, crying, listening to Galo. I'm like, let's go. I remember I said, Susie, I used my little sister used to love that song. Even too. then, like that was such a like pivotal moment for a lot of young girls. It's like I remember going to fine arts festival and Sh- fine arts festival in Shubi, or Indian Brook, and they were singing your song, and I was just like. Keep doing what you're doing. Like you help uh-huh. these girls learn these words, mm-hmm. and it was important to them. Like, mm-hmm. and that's legit. What like, oh, that was just up. Oh, that's so amazing to me. And there's even it's, you're still impacting people with that song today. Mm-hmm. Like still kids listening to nine year old Gulliba going off on the climb. But I'm like, damn, like mm-hmm. it's like comfort to people. Mm-hmm. Like kids really like look up to you, and they really like resonate with. Not even not just that song, but like the the gift of your voice. Mm-hmm. It's so cool, man. Thank you so much. That's freaking awesome. Eleven years later, and it still it still slaps, bro. Oh my god, thank you so much. Oh like, I, it's, it's actually like it surprises me that you remember that, like in Indian Brook, that they were like 
because that was actually like a memorable time for me too. Like you're mentioning, <laughs> you're mentioning that. I'm like, I remember that because, yeah. um, like I was like, oh my God, like they're, they're singing like something that like I sing. Mm-hmm. And like in that moment, like I was always taught like to be humbled. And so like, that's how I was. Like, I really appreciated that. And I really didn't know how to react, but a lot of the times I kind of just had to absorb that energy. And, you know, it was hard not to like, I don't know, it's really weird energy. So like when you're that young and you're experiencing that, like they were coming up to me and saying like, oh my God, go. Mm -hmm. That honor. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And it was a big honor. And I was like, wow, like, I don't know you. (laughs) Like, you know, you have to kind of like be like, it's different because somebody honors you in a way that you have never, ever interacted with their energy before. And then when you interact with them, it's almost like you're dipping into something that's like, it feels like you're receiving a, war, a reward that's like not deserved. Mm-hmm. And it's almost like, wow, how, well, how could you do this like for me? Like, what have I done for you? And then you learn when you get to know them that there's just so much that you've been able to, I don't know, give. Mm-hmm. And I think that's really behind what gifts are about. Because a lot of the times when people self-reflect, they kind of, I've learned in my journey that I've learned to resent a lot of the gifts that I was given by the creator um, because I'm always questioning, well, why am I the one that has to do it? Why am I the one that has to carry this message? And like, this person can do it. Like, I, I honestly reflect a lot of my family. Like, why doesn't my sister do it? Why doesn't my mom do it? I don't have to be this one to do it. But, you know, that's the reason why we receive gifts in our lives because we're good at those things. And you know, when we reflect, we get to realize what's, like, in front of us, all the doors that we're ready to pull open, all the, like, boxes that are, like, waiting for, like, just so much potential that we're capable of, and we're always going to be, like, reaching higher levels of ourselves, and honestly, that's what I think is, like, the most important thing in life, is to just constantly remember that, like, we have to honor ourselves the most, because that's how we honor the most genuine people around us I feel Mm. like when you honor yourself you're honoring the others around you too yeah and you stay in like really good spaces in life like you meet really good people and like you don't you're not constantly encountering negativity you know and if you are you're using it to shape who you are as a person and you're learning from the experiences like you know you're taking advantage of a crisis Mm. like this pandemic (laughs) Mm. Mm -hmm. taking the good out of the bad exactly Mm. Frick, you really like the Mi'kmaq Justin Bieber. <gasps> oh my god. <laughs> He's also my favorite. Thank you. You're like suddenly like my head's curling. I hate it. No, I'm joking. But <laughs> Justin Bieber. Legit though, like, it's just so crazy. Like, oh my god. Like really, you when you talked about like when you have gifts and you feel like maybe, um, why do I have this? Why is this person not fortunate enough? I feel like sometimes people can put you in that space. Mm-hmm. To be like, okay, this is this and that, and then that amounts of pressure that comes along with it, you know, like, I felt like for myself, it was a big, like, oh my god, like, but then I realized everyone has a gift, everyone has a gift, creator did not put you on this earth without an ability, a gift that you have. A purpose. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And did us, like, you're just, you're just really, you don't even know how, like, your spirit has shaped and given so much to our nation and you know like it it, it lives on within any everybody you know mm-hmm. like it's so fucking awesome i'm sorry <laughs> 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 
I honestly believe that though, like everybody has like that thing that shapes other people's spirits and like sometimes it's louder for other people. Like when I first heard my spirit name being called in ceremony, like you're the sorry woman. I was like, what? I don't get that. But then when um, I got it from Janie Meter, she's my member too. Mm-hmm. She's a very, very like respected elder and I really, really respect her. She's taught me a lot of things in my life that I haven't even gained to like realize until I got older mm-hmm. because she learned a lot. I mean, my grandmother which is Jermaine, uh, she learned a lot from her. And so when I was young and I was experiencing a lot of, like, you know, my spiritual awakenings at a very young age, you know, with my voice and, like, with my gifts, I got a lot of lessons from her from my grandmother. That she, Those lessons were passed on to me. And when I got older and I got, like, my spirit name from her, it was such an honor. Like, oh, my God, like, what a full circle. And she told me, like, you carry a confidence, you carry a, a message, and, and you can do that for people. And I never understood that, but that's what my gift is. It's like, a, it's a song, like what you just said. Oh my like, God, a gift is a... I was like, I, I, you know, and it's so weird. It's like, you think it's something, a lot of the times when you put yourself in other people's perspectives, you put them on such like a pedestal. And like, that's kind of like what I do for you guys. Like with the thing, the gifts that you guys carry, like... This podcast, even. It's amazing. Oh, my God. Bro, stop. So I'm so honored to be here. I'm like, oh. you guys are, like, the best. Oh. Thank you for, like, letting me be here. Oh Bro, thank, thank, thank you for, for being here. Yeah, thank you for, like, the gifts. And just thank you for the donuts. And <laughs> we're not even done yet, but we're just expressing the gratitude. The gratitude. <laughs> No, like we're just. This is, You're like, thank you for being um, here. I'm like, no, thank you for letting me be here. No, thank you for le- letting me let you be here. But I miss your guys' energy so much. Oh my god, I love bro, it. For real, bro. I feel like, for like, like we left for a while, and now that we're back, we're just like, oh my god, like look at Gullo just doing her thing. Like, mm-hmm. Like, it's so cool. Like, we should chill more after this. Like, this oh, yeah. Is cool. 100%. <laughs> this is just the start. Yeah, mm-hmm. straight up. Straight 100%. up. And so, like, you've had a lot of, like, opportunities because of your singing. And, like, I don't mean to just circle around just your singing, like, if you want to talk about anything else. But, like, you got to do, like, the Canada Games. You went to Peru even, eh? Yes, like, yes. Bro, I creeped your Instagram. Find out it, it, I was just, like, Googling, like, how to be a good podcast, like, interviewer. And then somebody was like, research. I was like, okay, her Instagram. Like, yes. I almost said Brazil jail. I was like, shout out to Brazil, law. And I was like, oh my God, no, I was Peru. And I would have been embarrassed if I confidently said Brazil. Honestly, I would have, like, I'm that person who cares about the thought. And I'm like, it's a thought that comes. Like, I was happy I got, like, the moon and the sun right. Like, mm. that belong to you guys. Straight up. It's more intuitive, honestly. I I'm like, it. I hope this is right. <laughs> no, you felt it, bro. You felt the vibes. Yeah, but yeah, how was, like, I mean, yeah, you did all this stuff, but, like, how was, like, Peru? Yeah, Peru. Oh, my God. Like, that is probably one of the most spiritual, like, experiences I've ever received in my life. Because it opened my way, like, opened my eyes in a way that I never thought I could be, like, awakened. Because it taught you so much about, like, an afterlife. And it honored the afterlife in such a way, like, the culture there was just so different. But, like, it involved so much, like, animism and it related a lot to, like, the Mi'kmaq culture. And, you know, it talks about how, like, um, you know, the culture there, you know, the Incas in Peru, like, how they had, like, the Spain, you know, like, take over there. And it's actually so crazy because you learn a lot, like, about, like, settlers and, you know, people who, like, you know, just come over to do that to the land. Mm-hmm. You know, like, like, colonialism? Yeah, colonialism. Like, you just learn about all of these things that, like, shaped who you are and then how do they kind of come how do they find light out of that and like for like in this culture you learn a lot about the afterlife and you're like oh my god 
like the afterlife is actually like an amazing like place you're supposed to be like praying you know for this person's soul like all the time I didn't understand that when I got there I was so I was so like it was so foreign to me I was like I don't like you know in the Mi'kmaq culture like you do this but like you know after they're gone like they're they're gone you know but for them it's like this person never leaves and I was like wow that's kind of how I've shaped all of my experiences in my life but I've never brought that out into like light and then when I was able to do that like it just creates so much healing for the people that are physically still here mm -hmm. on earth and I learned that from Peru I was like wow and I, I tried my best to like bring that back for my family and because I have an older sister who passed away and like that's why I love you guys you guys are twins like, <laughs> mm. like I have twins in my family like my oldest brother and my oldest sister who passed away when she was four my brother now he's 20 he's 30 He's 30 years just old. Just turned 30. He just turned 30. And he has the same birthday as your guys' mom. Mm -hmm. Yeah, February 22, yeah. which is amazing. So, like, I've gotten signs, like, from the afterlife from my older sister all my life. And I was like, wow, that this is something that's so true. I should be able to bring this out physically into this world to create a healing for them and for us. And when I was able to create that medium for, like, my family and myself... Like, myself mainly, because I wanted to be able to be comfortable with talking about these things. And these are the things that make you human. Like, you know, they should be brought to light, and they should be brought to light in the most honored way. Because that person, you know, their afterlife, their soul, like, you know, you know who, who knows what happens, you know, the creator and all in afterlife. That's, those are the things that make sense when you're here on earth and I think that's the most important thing so that's what I learned from Peru and that's how I brought that back to my family and man it's just crazy we were able to see the um one of the seven wonders of the world mm -hmm. world uh, worlds Man Machu Picchu anyways mm -hmm. there's more worlds bro there's more worlds mm -hmm. <laughs> I'm like world worlds <laughs> oh my god my grandmother she gave me a universe card once and she she did virtue cards for us and I was like, yeah, so the fact that you just said that, like, I'm like, thank you. Straight up. Confirmation. Straight up. <laughs> That's so, like, that, that must have been such a, like, eye-opening, like, just a whole different type of trip, I feel. Like, yeah, you like, know? spiritually, it's, like, mm. different. And we were, like, at different elevations in the sky, like, even. Oh, like, high altitudes. Oh, high, really high altitudes. Yeah. Like, and we were so close to, like, the sun. And it was just, like, it was just, it felt so unreal. It felt like I was in, like, a simulation or something. Like. Bro, it felt like a movie. Mm -hmm. like, it did felt like a movie. Mm -hmm. Like, I felt like everybody, like, in our group was glowing. I was there with my little sister, mm -hmm. fortunately, but, oh, my God. Brennan was there, too, eh? Yeah, Brennan yeah. Gugu. Yeah, That's he's her. amazing. Shout out to Brennan. Shout out to Brennan Gugu. Yeah, he's, our, he's our cousin. He's our second cousin. Our, my grandfather and his grandmother are siblings. So but our moms are, like... Besties, AF. Like, two halves of one whole or whatever. Yeah. But, yeah, that's so cool that you had that experience. And mm hmm Frick, like, that's, that sounds like... It makes me want to go to Peru, man. Oh yeah, it's crazy. It's an it's a really crazy experience. It's like it's so, it's so genuine. Mm -hmm. Like because everything is just so straight up there, like with the culture and everything. Mm -hmm. It's almost like you can't. It's so. Oh my god, one of the coolest things that you could experience when you were there was like. Um, and I was one of the first people to feel. It was like the second day we were we got to. Um, we left because <clears throat> we were in two places in Peru. We were in Lima. And then the other one was the one with the high altitude, like in Machu Picchu. I can't remember what it's called right now. But um, we went from Lima to the other place where Machu Picchu was. And um, 
the ground in our hotel, it would feel like you were on a waterbed. Like, it would be the... You would just be still. It's like and, squishy, yeah. Yeah, it's like the, your feet start moving. And I was like, guys, like, look at me, I'm moving. And they're like, what? Uh, I was like, it's like, it feels like I'm on a waterbed. And they're like, you're tripping. I was like, uh-uh, like, no, like, this is something. Then it went away, and I'm like, all right. A few days go by, and someone's like, oh, my God, the, the ground feels weird. And I'm like, I mm. felt this. <laughs> I felt this. Like, you guys, I'm not, like, telling a lie. Mm -hmm. And then um, we were there at one of the teachers from Eskizoni, which his name is Carter Chesson. Mm -hmm. You guys know him? Mm -hmm. He's uh, he's from Sydney. Mm -hmm. um, but he works at the high school as a band teacher, music teacher. And me and Carter, we know each other a lot from, like, the Gentle Warrior experiences and the We Shot Remain experiences. So we were on this trip also as a part of, like, um, one of the bursaries that he got to, like, go on this trip, and he asked me to, and then, like, bring somebody, which was Lainey. And, um... So we're on this trip, and t it's toward, like, one of the last days, and he feels it. And throughout the whole entire experience, he was saying, like, no, I don't know what that means. I don't know what that means. No, it doesn't happen. The last day, he feels it, and he's like, I don't believe this. Mm -hmm. I feel it. And, like, everybody in the group now has felt it. It's, it feels like you're on a waterbed. Like, mm -hmm. you're st standing still, and you're on a waterbed. Like, the ground's not moving, and you're, like, you're literally moving. Mm -hmm. It's I could weird. picture it, and it kind of trips me out even just picturing it. And I can't imagine how unreal it feels in that moment. Because you're like, look at me. And it's like... You're huh. like chilling there. You're thinking you're like going like this. Uh-huh. And then, so he asked an elder at one of our museums. He's like, what is that feeling? Like, everybody hears about it. And this old man was just kind of laughing at him. Like, he's just kind of like... Kind of, I don't know. <laughs> like, I, I was just kind of like trying to tune in. But he said it was something with like the magnetic, like... Something with, like, the volcanoes and, like, the magnetic plates. And he just said, like, there's a pull. And it's, like, I don't know. He just, like, went into that energy. And, like, Carter was, like, I don't get it. I don't understand. You have to give me more logical explanation. Mm -hmm. <laughs> like, he wants, like, a scientific, like, this is the reason. This is why yeah. you feel it. Mm -hmm. And that man, like, tried his best. But, like, there was kind of, like, a language barrier as well. So, mm -hmm. like, Carter just kind of, like, he told us that. And I was just, like, oh, okay, it makes sense. Like, magnetic pulls, plates, I don't know attraction energy you know only specific i was like i get it now <laughs> mm -hmm. but like i was like amazed by that damn oh God, that's so cool that's deadly <laughs> i can't imagine feeling like a waterbed and like it I not happening it's one of the most trippy experiences mm -hmm. like you can get somewhere it's like oh i went to travel and then like this thing happened mm -hmm. everyone felt that too you're like mm. i was like basically standing on a waterbed that plus altitude sickness oh my god yep yep uh -huh. mm -hmm. i felt that when mm -hmm. i was in kenya i don't mean to like trying to chime in on my oh, yeah. experience but i was i got sick like literally had altitude sickness mm -hmm. and they were trying to take us to the scenic route and i uh, boiled eggs have never been the same since then <laughs> straight up i'm sorry i'm sorry i don't mean to talk about that oh my god so okay so we have a couple questions here sure and like you brought up earlier how like when you did like the eskazoni idol like that's when you're like community involvement has been like kind of it was, like, heightened in that way, you know, because you're in, like, the public's eye and stuff. So, like, what does community mean to you? Community means to me, like, my Mi'kmaq people. Mm. And, like, community is really a big part of who I am. Mm. Because, you know, it, you know, every day you wake up, you're thankful for, like, the life that you're still able to have. And, like, you know, thankful for the people who love you. At least for me, like, I like to meditate when I wake up. And one of the things that I'm always constantly thinking about is my community. And, you know, I'm always praying for my community because I know that there's a lot of things that can affect, you know, indigenous peoples. We're a minority, like, we're a target for some people. And, you know, those are things that are going to come to light, you know, 
either way you can't like stop the inevitable mm-hmm. but like there's definitely things that you can intend on like there's there's intentions that you can put out there that you know are good for your community mm-hmm. you know if you continue to like pray for your community mm-hmm. like that is what community means to me mm-hmm. because I feel you know just as a Mi'kmaq person like I feel like it's my obligation it's who I am and like if I didn't have that part of my identity I don't know who I would be mm. because like my community is my identity you know my people they're my people like mm. at, in interviews I'll notice myself saying that a lot I'm like my people and they're like who are, what do you mean what are, what are you talking about my people mm-hmm. I'm like my people like I'm a Mi'kmaq person <laughs> my culture my what do you mean <laughs> but like I notice there's a big language barrier and like a lot of the times I speak things in my perspective and I'm I'm always forgetting to feed people what it actually means and like that's what I mean it's mm-hmm. like that's who I identify as you know mm-hmm. that was like us when we kept we kept talking there was like a certain episode it's like uh am I resi enough and it was like we kept saying ilnu and like I didn't realize for the people that were listening like they didn't know ilnu we were saying it for the first half an hour of oh. our podcast and then Somebody messaged me, like, what does Ilnu mean? And I was like, oh, my God. Like, I'm just so, like, I think everyone knows what I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. And, like, I don't know. Like, like you said, just that language, too. But I know it's different when someone's like, your people, you people. I'm like, yeah. no, it's my people. Yeah. Not you people. My people. I know. It's so weird. Yeah, it's because such- when you're like, that's not even what I'm trying to say. Mm-hmm. I'm like, what are you trying to put out there? That's a different perspective. Mm-hmm. I'm like, no, my people. Yeah, my mm-hmm. people. Yeah. And your people, our people. I'm like, yeah. my identity? That's what I mean. Mm-hmm. Like, I want to talk about, like, how, like, like, gentle warrior warrior came about. <laughs> warrior. Warrior. <laughs> gentle warrior came, came to be. Okay. And what has, like, um, what's the biggest teaching you've get, gotten from that? Mm-hmm. If you want to say. I'm just curious. Okay, sure. I can definitely do that. Uh, gentle warrior came, came to light because of uh, the National Arts Center in Ottawa recognized Rita Joe as a poet and they were able to give out this like big proposal like these big bursaries to like indigenous schools throughout Canada and there was like none of it and like one of them was like Eskazoni and they reached out to Carter and that's how it all started from the National Arts Centre from Ottawa and so it wasn't just Gentle Warrior it was like projects and Mm -hmm. Gentle Warrior was just a segment of this big project for Rita Joe of like honouring a Mi'kmaq poet Mm -hmm. this National Arts Centre was doing like this project on her so it was super cool there's Carter came up to me one day, like, literally at school. He's like, hey, you want to go on this, like, um, trip to Ottawa? We have to make a song and, like, uh, about Rita Joe, And, like, uh, we can go in, like, two months' time. It'll be fun. Like, we'll get a rapper. <laughs> you and a rapper. I was like, ah, uh, I don't know. He was like, come on, it'll be fun. Like, come to see me at lunch today. We'll figure it out. I was like, yeah. So I just went to go see him at lunch because, like, I had nothing to do anyways. Like, I'm a very hyperactive person. And I was staying home from lunch every day at school anyways. I was, like, going to volleyball or whatever mm-hmm. so then there's always something going on yeah at, at the high school like always something what is it called um exploratories maybe is that what they're called like extracurricular activities i don't know <laughs> that sounds right yeah. sounds like a cool word anyway. yeah. just keep going keep going <laughs> carry on anyway so Carter's like come and then i like, went to see him then he's like yeah there's just this thing this opportunity for you to go to ottawa he's like think about it i was like all right i went home i told my parents about it like do it so i was like okay i went back the next day i told him i'd do it like, t- just taking it really lightly. And he's like, who could you suggest as a rapper? And I was just putting out a whole bunch of suggestions. And he's like, all right, I'll ask people at the school. And he did, but nobody, like, 
replied. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh man, like that sucks. Am I still gonna be able to go to Ottawa? Like, what are we doing? <laughs> I'm still like, like I have nothing in my head. And he's like, oh, I got um Devin. Like his name was Kodiak at the time. Mm-hmm. He's not. He's not that, that. I don't think that's his he's name. He's Devin Paul music now. He's Devin Paul music yeah. now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Shout out to him because he's an amazing artist. Yeah, I love Devin. Oh, Devin. Yeah. I hope Devin's listening. He probably might not be, but if he is. Oh, his mind is crazy. No, like, we want not him crazy, on the, but we want him on the podcast, bro. I have uh-huh. a whole list of people. That he's I want. so creative. Like I swear, when you start talking to him, he just throws you into like this other place, and then like you don't even realize, like oh, sh- mm-hmm. like time just went by. Super mega articulate. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. Like he's so cool. I love yeah, him. Yeah, but it's just. I it it was like healing too. I find that song was very like brought it into light of like like residential school survivors and stuff like, and I feel like that's a lot for what Rita Jo stood for was just being able to like share her truth, share it in such a beautiful medium too. Cause like like just like a poet. I know I like I look up to Rita Jo so much and I don't know. It was just so awesome to see like just you bring like community. Mm-hmm. I mean, you just have an opportunity at that leap of faith kind so, of deal. Yeah. So you went to you went and you found Devin, and then what happened? Yeah. So then, like, he's like, I found Devin. So I was like, okay. And then, like, from that moment on, we spent about a month or two months creating the music. You guys had to be a part of it. Were you guys a part yeah, of it? Yeah. There was like that paper sheet they had in Carter's yes. room. Yeah. So it's like when you look that song up, it, it the writers are Carter Chesson students and like staff of ABHS. <laughs> <laughs> like what? Like yeah. because we're, they're like, who wrote this song? Like we're like everybody. Like, mm-hmm. literally everybody's input was put into that song. Like, hey, it was beautiful. Like, it really everyone was. was like, what do you what do you want? And then everyone's just saying, like, different words. And it was, like, a whole, like, kind of, like, brainstorm yeah. of, like, what they wanted to project into the music and stuff. Like, uh-huh. yeah. yeah, like, they invited, like, Rita Joe's family to, like, produce that song and do that song. And I remember one of the songwriting sessions we were sitting in, and we had uh, Frances to the boy. Mm-hmm. And she's actually my godmother, Frances. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Um, she was there and she called Rita the Gentle Warrior. And that's how it started. Like, like you know, we're talking. And she's like, Gentle Warrior. She's like, my mom was a warrior. My mom fought with her rights, for her rights with her words. Oh my God, I got chills. My hairs yeah. are raisin. Yeah, and I was like, wow, like, that's actually so true. Like, she was a warrior with her words. Like, she, like, made this movement. And, like, she brought, like, all of these things for, like, Mi'kmaq people. Mm-hmm. She gained so much recognition and, like, it's a big thing. Like she has medals, like honorary medals. Mm-hmm. Like we went to go see those. You can see that in the music video of like Gentle Warrior. We're going into her home. We're going into Anne's home. That's also another one of her daughters, Angel. And she has all of her mother's stuff. She even has her typewriter and like it's so cool. So that's how that all like came about and like that's how Gentle Warrior came to be. That's so cool, man. I'm so glad I asked. I know. You never know if you don't ask. Mm -hmm. There's so many little things that people don't know about, like, but, like, they're, like, little and they mean so much Mm -hmm. more. And when you learn about the history, you're like, damn. Oh, sorry. But, like, they're like, wow. It's okay, man. I already said that. Yeah, I already said the F word. I think I've said that a few times already, too. My mom's always like, don't use that word. I'm I'm sorry. Yeah. You'd be like, uh, oh, goodness. (laughs) Oh, goodness. Oh, goodness gracious. Mm -hmm. Like... I remember one time we, I was just like, like really like we when we listened to your song with the Elmo doll, like we were like, oh my god, Byron, because I remember like little snippets like Carly was posting, I'd be like, what is this song? Like, yeah, that was like an original. That was my first ever original. You made it? Yeah, I made that song. Yo, we yeah. jam out to it all the time. Oh my god, thank you so much. So, what was the inspiration behind that song? And intergenerational trauma. Mm-hmm. So when you listen to that song. Like, there's so many, like, meanings you can put behind it, but the meaning is that, like, it's 
can be hard for somebody to accept love. Like, that is, like, not something that a lot of people just feel normally. Mm-hmm. And you learn that, like, the more you learn about Inu culture, you learn that there's a lot of trauma, and you learn that there's just a lot of ways that simply we can't accept that. Mm-hmm. And the song talks about how, like, I'm sorry that I can't do that, but in the end it says thank you mm-hmm. for being able to give that to me. And now I realize, like, that's, that's the teaching that I got, which mm-hmm. is love. And I'll continue to, like, it's about two people who find love with each other but then fall out of love because of their own, like, baggage, you know, their own traumas. And then they realize that, like, wow, we might be looking into, like, a mirror. And then they realize, like, we find love through each other. Mm -hmm. And then that's the whole, like, meaning. Mm -hmm. Or even be able to, like, communicate that you love somebody yeah or like you already know I love you you know what I'm saying like it's like this whole thing of like yeah like intergenerational trauma mm-hmm. like that whole shift of just like parenting you don't mm-hmm. know how to t- you don't know how to communicate love you don't know how to accept love like there's a line in that song that says mm-hmm. which is saying like I've already been here like I already know this route and I know what's gonna happen I know the outcome mm-hmm. but like do you like how do you know that? How, why is that normal? That's a beautiful song, man. Like, okay, so if you guys, since you're already on Spotify or if you have Apple Music, like, search up, like, uh, Gesalu or Ilnu uh, Daho. It's like this whole Mi'kmaq showcase. That, I, we listen to that album all the time, man. And, like, it's just all these Mi'kmaq artists and Gullo is one of them and she has this, um, this written song. She, you know, original song talking about this whole thing, this important stuff and it's beautiful how you could translate it too. Anyone could just resonate it in a different way. Mm-hmm. Like you may have this like ma- meaning for it, but it's so cool that people could like have this, all this stuff. Mm-hmm. Like, just there's so many things you can apply to that mm-hmm. song. Like so many situations and like my meaning behind it. That that's just like the kind of like the vague mm-hmm. thing about it. That's why I kind of just said it was about one thing, which is like intergenerational trauma. Mm-hmm. It could just mean about like how you love in your generation. Mm-hmm. It's that you're coming through. Like it's about beating the cycle. <laughs> You know, true. Yeah. Being able to heal. That's beautiful. I mm-hmm. love that. Really, it's a really good song. Mm-hmm. And that's why, like, I made that because I was like, I want people to be like realize that like, the way you love is not wrong. Mm-hmm. Everyone has a different way to love. Mm-hmm. And the the fact that you can even like do that is like healing. Because mm. that's the first step towards healing. It's the heart. True that. Mm-hmm. Damn, that's so cool. Three. I'm so shook right now, like, for real, for real. Like, like, what's, like, what's one song that just speaks to your soul? Like, when you listen to it, it's next level. It could be multiple, but what's one song that when you hear it will take you into a different realm? Different realm? Realm, oh, but, like, God. you're just, like, like, feels makes you feel like you're yourself the most is just listen to a certain song. There's so many songs that can do that for me, but one of the ones that'll just send me off some what is it called i'm not good with like being able to like get this out is that song you know by queen mm-hmm. the like galileo one yeah mm. bohemian rhapsody yes oh, bohemian rhapsody god i'm so uncultured i hate it no it's okay man no it's just sometimes you forget and sometimes yeah. you're just like you know the galileo but that song i swear like on karaoke damn i'm gonna go somewhere else mm. i promise you i'm like on a stage in a different universe i promise you <laughs> like you're like you're like freddie mercury like send off it. when i'm done like my hair's all messy my hat my shirt's like half off i'm like whoa <laughs> what just happened i swear i rock out with 
Silver Hardcore. That's cool. Really, that's like um, that's an experienced song. And it's mm-hmm. like like five minutes long. Like it's a long song. It's, it's like, in every direction too. It suits my mind. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's always going every everywhere. Direction. And it gets chaotic. I'm like, oh, thank God. I just took a breather now. Mm-hmm. That's so mm-hmm. funny. What's it called? When I when we were on pageant together, freak. I found like that was so fun. Like I want to just bring that up because it was so cool. Cause she's my she she won queens both times. I was on I was on pageant, but like each time, like oh my god, it was just like a different experience for real. Like mm-hmm. I remember the first like, I re- <laughs> what's it called? I remember you being super shy on the first day, like on a like princess pageant mm-hmm. like home, and I'm we're just like, what's it called? Like, next level, like, oh, my God, we're all just, like, little fetuses. Like, we're all 15 years old, just trying to vibe. And then I, after, I felt like, oh, my God, I never understood. I, I, I kind of understood now that, like, like we were all meant to be there at that time. And we learned a lot from each other. Like, because mm. it was all good vibes, man. Mm-hmm. It was all, everyone just had, like, I viewed those pe- princesses that I was on with very highly for those mm-hmm. times. Very pivotal moment in my experience. Hey, it's, like, something you see them on a street. You're like, hey, man. Because you're with them for, like, a month straight. Yeah, you, like, go through a whole training camp together, mm-hmm. and you learn so much about each other. Hey, it's so cool. And you realize now, like, how young you were. You're Just really, babies. Yeah, y'all were, like, 15 doing that. Felt so old. <laughs> oh, my God, for real? We're only 15 years old. Mm-hmm. That was six years ago. <gasps> oh, my God. You guys are old. Oh, my God, that's so cool. I took Dre as my escort. It's the last guest. My was mom. it? My mom. mom. Yeah, my mom was, but Dre was oh, the not, first I mean, guest. Like, but the first guest. Your first yes. guest, and then Gull was the last guest. True, true. I remember when you asked him, too. Like, <laughs> yeah. I was like, I need somebody to vibe with. I was like, I really just want to be able to be with somebody who won't, uh, you know. I need somebody like Dre. Like a vibe. A vibe. You guys know the vibes. Just the like, vibes. we'll hype you up. Be your hype man. I was like, I need a hype man. <laughs> I was like, I want to be chill. I want to have a chill night. I don't want it to be awkward. I was mm-hmm. like, I don't really want to have fun. I just want to be myself. I want to live in the moment. I wasn't sure. If I could do that with anybody else like True. I'll be too nervous I was like it's just gonna skew my perspective of how that <laughs> night's supposed to be mm-hmm. so I was like mm, I'll just ask somebody chill I love and like that. yeah I that's so Dre. cool yeah. man well I actually didn't ask Dre my mom asked his mom <laughs> and then I was like thanks mom <laughs> oh I I think I was there when you were contemplating it though I remember at a basketball game though like I did ask like <laughs> Oh, yeah, it probably would have been then, 100%. Yeah, like... Because oh, I was like, who the heck can I ask? Mm, it's so real. cool. I mean, Because I, I needed that experience. I was like, I need to be in the moment. I was mm, like, who can give me that? And he was yeah. amazing, man. He was a hype man. He was just like, oh, you look good. I was like, thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Vibing with my two-spirit, I swear. <laughs> it was like, thank you, Dre. Like, thank you for that experience. It was so fun. I remember being so, like grateful for that experience afterwards too like i messaged him like thank you so much for that like really i couldn't have got that with anybody else it's good to like have a friend there for you mm-hmm. in time like that even then when we were together for like summer games pageant when it was in millbrook for the first time like that was like oh my god it was reclaimed a lot of things with it being oh, in the mainland yeah. and my, my mom's best friend mellow she's probably watching she made it such oh uh, yes she made it such a beautiful experience man like she really, did for real, super spiritual. Like, straight up, like, I... Even Deanne Sack, I remember, like, that was one of the judges. Did you just, like, feel like you were being, like, showered with, like, love? Oh, my God, <laughs> yeah. I felt so empowered as an Ilmo. Yes. Like, as an Ilmo-y's man, but I swear Did to you God. feel like, like, nobody could knock you down? For real. Like, yeah. even though, like, I just found out my mom was pregnant. Oh, really? Yeah. On the wow. right there. 
and like sh- it was just like a lot of things like i was in such weird emotions yeah me too like i didn't eat that whole cronin night because i couldn't fit my regalia it was too big really yeah so it was a lot of emotions for me i didn't eat all day until after the crowning Damn. i went to kfc and i was like thank you mom Thank you for this KFC. Tax off in Millbrook that time. Do you remember that? Oh my god. Yeah. Cry. Yes. Even our hotel rooms, Jeff. It's just something like you think about now. Because I remember that luncheon when they tried to like give us a surprise interview and I was just like super nervous. That was crazy. And holy, like, it was just su- such an honor to like represent our community. It was so community. competitive. Holy, <laughs> it was it. Like, like I, we got, like I got, I got set up on stage with somebody else, and they were, like asked us questions to determine who would like get the crown, right? Do you remember that? Yeah, what? they're like, who? Wh- why should we choose you? Oh, it was like yeah. what does? Didn't they say that? Didn't yeah, they say yeah, that? Yeah, like, but what you do as a summer games queen? Yeah, what does it mean to be queen for your community or something yeah. like that? I was just like, oh. <laughs> I don't know. I'm not queen for my community. I'm queen for my people. Really? Community is my people. All my people. Eh, and I felt like it was so important for us to speak Mi'kmaq. Oh, yeah. Straight up. Not in- we, we both did that, too. Yeah, because you had made your intro, and I already had an intro uh, memorized. Me, too. Yeah, and I was just like... <laughs> I went up, and I was so proud that I did it. But I remember standing on stage for like an hour straight. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we were smiling. <laughs> we, we studied a whole bunch for that summer games pageant. Like we were in like uh, conference rooms and they were like making us like memorize stuff and we were there like brainstorming all together. Because even then earlier you spoke about when I said languages to cult- culture, it was on yeah, the pageant. It's like on the pageant, like mm-hmm. languages embedded into who we, we who we are. Like I'll yeah. always credit you for that because I swear when I heard that I was like. That's so right. Like, that's a two-eyed way of, like, looking at that two-eyed perspective, and I mm-hmm. love that. Because I remember, because it was a uh, judge questions, like, a, no, it was an interview on stage, man. I was yeah. just, like, next level, like, what the, what the, what the shit? Like, because, um... Do you remember your question that they asked you on stage? Did I ask? I remember. Oh, my God. And it was because my mom was so... Sh- laughing that I got that question. I, I remember mine as well too. Really? Mine was what is language to culture? Yes, I remember yeah. you said that then. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, language is embedded into culture. And I just said that one sentence and I started going off so randomly, but freaking mm-hmm. <laughs> what was your question? My question was um how do you maintain balance in life? Damn. I was like, oh. how do you maintain a healthy, balanced lifestyle? <gasps> yeah. Yeah, I remember that. I was like, yo, like, you guys are making me reflect upon everything. I was like, I put my hands up. Well, it's just like a scale. It's like, like, yeah, he's going to be leveled. Yeah. Everyone's like, I remember your hands. I'm like, I have very visual learning. Because you're the first one up. We all had, like... We all had, like, last names. That I was the last one, but go with a J, and that J is not that far in the alphabet. Usually there's a Bernard, there's a Denny, there's, like, all these last, mm-hmm. last Everyone names. Everyone got, like, she's the first one, though. Mm-hmm. Damn. That's crazy. I know, because she, she was the first, and I was the last, and, like, sometimes they would switch us. Yeah, so then they switched us, yeah. I think during crowning, I think, the next night, I may be, or something. I know, I think... 
my talent went first. Your oh, your yeah. talent went last. And I was just like, I had to take off my regret. Like, I don't know. Oh, my God. I had to, like, get dressed super quick. And oh, I, was I just remember like, that. Oh, my God. I don't know what to do. But that was fun, though. It really was, oh, fun. It was so fun. Like, the it's play we did. We did that. We did the scene from the play mm-hmm. that we were supposed to be in. That you did it by yourself. Yeah. I, I would, honestly. How did that song go in? There was so this many. This is the army, Mr. Jones. Yes. What? Yes. Oh. No private rooms or telephones. Uh, uh. You had your breakfast in bed what? before, what? but you won't have it there anymore. anymore. Uh, uh, yeah. That was a cool experience in high school. Yes. Amazing. awesome. The, we had a music Music, uh, th- is it musical, uh, di- dinner theater, yeah. dinner, dinner theater. theater. We had a drama class that like did that. We did that. That was like, that was so much fun. We got to like serve food as the characters. That was it's just kind of hard when you don't know. Everyone's like, Dalia, yeah. Kalo. And you're like, I'm Sophie. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm in the army. Because oh. <laughs> I was an understudy and I was just like. <laughs> we did it twice. The first one we did was like. Hits the army? The, yeah. Hits of the Blitz. Hits of the Blitz. That was. That was that one is fun. like oh, so golden. Mm-hmm. It's on YouTube. Just saying, if you want to watch oh, it. Oh yes. Sometimes isn't we the, watch is it. It. the other ones on YouTube too. Both right? of yeah. them. I just search up Allison Bernard Memorial High School. But like Hits of the Blitz, a place in my heart because of like I don't know. It was like all it all came from Ronnie, right? So Ronnie just came up with the whole thing. Mm-hmm. Had all the songs lined up. Anyone wanted to do a solo? Okay, yeah, we'll throw it in there. Like, it was just this whole thing. It wasn't structured like so that. So many of the elders appreciated it, too. Mm-hmm. Like, I didn't think that that... Like, I didn't understand it until the end, and everyone's like, oh, my God, I felt like I was a kid again. And I was like, wait, what? <laughs> like, what happened? I was hey. like, I am not... I'm only living in my time zone right now. I'm in the moment. What's going on? Because <laughs> the songs we played, man, like, they're pretty cool, honestly. Oh, yeah. Even when I was watching Pitch Perfect 2 and they were jamming out to Bugle Boy, I was just like, oh my gosh, remember the dance we did? <laughs> yes, yes. It was some boogie boogie, Bugle Boy, company beat. Okay, that's that. <laughs> Anyways, but yeah, that was like a cool experience. Mm-hmm. Like we had, just we never had something like that before in our community. Ever. Yeah, like doing, some, doing something like that was just honestly. Honestly, selling tickets for that was hard hard but how many how much were they again like 50, 50 bucks per 50 person. bucks a pop. somebody was like holy they're like why is it so much i'm like you get a, f- a meal mm-hmm. i it was guess like a, it was a hero holiday thing too yeah true it was a fundraiser so we made the food the hero holiday people like live different people made the food and then we served it and they're like making the plates for us and we're running it out my mom was shook at how fast we brought out the food though <laughs> She was like, holy man. Because there were so many of us in the cast, eh? so we were all just like... <clears throat> Little, like, puppets. It was fun, though. like Super fun. You know, it was cool. It was fun doing that uh, that trip we went to Valley Village, too. Oh, yeah. For, was it for... It was for that. It was I thought, for I thought Hits we went to the Blitz. Hits to the Blitz, and then we went for... The other um, one, too. Mamma I know, but I find Hits to the Blitz one was, like, OG... For real. It was honestly. Wait, was it Mamma Mia that we went to Valley Village? I think we went both, honestly. I think we went to both, yeah. Because we needed old people clothes kind of yeah. deal for the first time. Yeah, that is right. We just got a lot of... Oh, yeah, I was wearing stuff from Valley Village, I remember. And I remember we had so that, you had that blue dress, yeah. There'll be blue birds <gasps> over yes. shepherd with <laughs> the valley the, the meanings of those songs, though, like oh, you yeah. actually like look back. Look another eagle. <gasps> Yo, 
captured. Yeah, oh my god, that was really close. I actually wanted to get emotional looking at it. Wow. Wow. I love the birds, I swear. Oh my god, that's so cool. It was so close. Y'all, y'all, I, I wish you guys, I wish there was like a camera. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. Do you guys like go. see them a lot here yeah. around here? Mm -hmm. Like every day? Yeah. Oh, you guys are like an amazing spot. It's a great sacred, man. Hey, oh, like, yeah. I remember the first day, day I said, I want to be sober. And uh, I was laying down on my couch over there, and at this like window, because there's a window across our living room, I see a gipple right out there, man, mm. but going. And I said, "It's a sign from the Creator." And mm. I'm not even trying to make a joke out of it. Like when I when I saw that, it really reaffirmed a lot of stuff. Oh yeah, it's important to reflect when you see it. Like I like to like what were we what were just talking about? Like when they come, because it's so cool. I love it. It's so like it's eye opening. A, it's it's a like gift. affirming of all the things that like all the path that you're on and everything. Mm -hmm. I feel like a book that you should listen to. Even when you said okay, so I'm gonna kind of backtrack to when you talked about the book, uh, the song. Mm -hmm. You were talking about the song, and you're saying like how in your song you kind of looked at the other person and like the two people and how they looked at each other as like mirrors. Mm -hmm. Um. So I'm reading a book right now. It's called The Four Agreements. I feel like you should read it. I feel like it'll open like really. Anyone that even right now, anyone listening, that book is so like it's like a wisdom Toltec, so it's like mm -hmm. um like ancient wisdom and stuff. And um, the man doing it was kind of like kind of just trying to preserve all the knowledge and stuff. And it's really like makes you reflect about like your your uh, own personal like conditioning growing up, your own personal journey, mm -hmm. and just the first story is about like the smoky mirror. Mm -hmm. I was saying how like everyone in this in this world is a mirror, like, a reflection of each other. Like, I'm God and you're God, too, and, like, this whole thing, man. Like, I feel like mm -hmm. it will really speak to you. It's called The Four Agreements. And oh, my it's God, like, that sounds so fascinating. It's, like, a practical guide to personal freedom. Wow, yeah, I would love man. that. You For know, like, better. literally on my mirror in my room, it says, um, what's that? How does that saying go again? I hate, rec like, recalling yeah. things. But it's, like, the best things in life are free. Mm -hmm. And it's on my mirror for that reason. Mm -hmm. Because I have to remind myself that, like, my soul is mine. I'm here for my purpose in this life. Hey, and I should be able to look at myself and go, I am me. And I love you. Hey, we have, like, this whole board of, like, affirmations. and Wow. I don't really, I like, that. do it, though. I want to. Yeah, sometimes, sometimes it can, I read it. Yeah, it yeah. gets hard. Sometimes it can be hard to meditate, too. But mm -hmm. literally, I just remember to do it sometimes when I'm driving. So road is a super powerful place. I love the road. That's like on We Shall Remain. It says, uh, black snakes crisscross this land. Oh my god. Yo. It's the roads. I just, <laughs> I didn't even realize that though right Eagle now. And we're just like, yeah. <laughs> like an hour of us singing a couple of songs. <laughs> Little snippets. Like, because really, I remember the first time I heard that song, and I was just so overly emotional because, you know, like, my... My, my grandmother's mother is like Dr. Granny, and she was a very powerful woman and it, in Escazoni. And so, like, uh, it really made me think about the fact that, like, I'm, I'm carrying on her, carrying her memory. And, you know, it, it hits different now, especially because I don't have my gigil that, like, like, I have to ensure that I'm doing my best to live in her honor and to try my best to, you know, reclaim a lot. And to learn a lot and to heal for my generations, you know, mm -hmm. I could be my my great great grandchildren's doctor granny. Like who knows? <laughs> uh, I respect up. that. That's how I feel too. Like I create a lot because of my ancestors. Like 
My um, great-grandmother was Kadulin Kul. That's who I'm named after. Mm-hmm. And, like, she made a whole, like, she did baskets. Like, she was very craft, like, oriented, like, craft work. And same with her um, husband, which was my grandfather. My, I call him Dara Gold. <laughs> yeah, because I don't really know much, but, like... Yeah, he he did work too. I think he did carpentry, I think. Mm-hmm. So like I I know that's in me and I put it out into this world because it's just there. That's I try my best to put it out and I kind of sometimes I really feel like I take advantage of it, but I try my best to get it out when I can. Mm-hmm. Like when I I got for you guys. Yeah, weirdest of pride, man. This is awesome. Even mm-hmm. like just like you want to be a good ancestor and you want to be a good like descendant descendant yeah. of an ancestor and all this stuff like you want to constantly honor that honor yourself honor the people before you and honor the ge- seven generations after you yeah and even like i forgot to even say this but like when i was going to school last year oh they were like uh it was like indigenous day or something like that we wanted to learn about indigenous stuff in school and i was like freak like um i just we have so much stuff like abmhs like all your projects. Oh my god, my stomach's rumbling. <laughs> but uh, the projects that we had, and I was like, you know what? Oh, I, I just searched all up, a part of that. I searched up the Allison Bernard Memorial High School thing, and I was just like, I showed them all the songs. Like I showed them like Gentle Warrior, and I just showed them like, cause I would even have like a page, like say if I would go to conference and stuff. I'm like, oh my god, like Google this, like YouTube mm-hmm. this, and like all this stuff. And then even like, I was just saying like how much it means, cause I would. I would talk about, like, Rita Joe and stuff, and, like... Yeah, that's another stuff. thing we all got to experience together, too, like, traveling schools. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. Yeah. yeah. I forgot about that. Explain what we did go Yeah, with. what is... Okay. What is traveling schools. schools. We were, like, high school students going to, um... Other schools in, like, Sydney and Cape Breton and teaching them about, like, indigenous culture. Mm-hmm. We did workshops in these, like, schools. They had, like, set-aside days for um, workshops to learn about Mi'kmaq people. And there were stations. My station was a dancing station. Like, you learned the Gojua, the Ego, like, Guanu Day, like, celebration dance and, like, life dance. It's so cool. Like, we learn about our culture. So we did that at a station. I got to do that with my little sister, Lainey, too. Mm-hmm. I recruited her. <laughs> <laughs> got her some time off at school. <laughs> but, like, you guys did that, too. What did you guys we do? We did residential school. <laughs> no, we did Because yeah. we came up with in grade six, I remember yeah. when we were in Brendan McIsaac's class. And we were like, circle. yo, we want people to, like, learn about us. And we had a, five years later in grade 11. Yeah, shout sure. out to Brendan McIsaac. Brendan, oh, changed my life. Somebody I'll always, like... From grade six, like, impacted all of our mm-hmm. lives. Straight up, straight up. And yeah. where she was, like, talking about what we wanted to do. And I remember that time, I was, like... I wanted to do residential school. I was like, frick, like, I just, I don't think a lot of people know about it. I don't think people our age really, like, know about it. And I was like, why don't you then? And were like, I remember somebody told me, like, oh, we want to show them the good parts, though. I'm like, but this is the part that impacts us today still. And I yeah. feel like it's very valuable. And it's very, like, it should be known. Like, know? a popular example was, like, when people would question, like, if we were wearing our ceremonial, like, stuff, like our regalias. And they're like, do you guys wear this every day? Or if there's, like oh, we're learning about teepees in your traditions. Do you guys still live in these? And we're like, oh, come on, no. <laughs> you really still think like this? Like, it's not, like, insulting in a way, but it's, like, you just have to educate them. Yeah. That's all. And that's literally all we did is, like, and it wasn't disrespectful in any way. And that's how I viewed a lot of it. it was, mm-hmm. like, wow, some people just don't know. Yeah, you're just shook by the ignorance. And it's not even saying yeah. ignorance in the sense of, like, they're just, like, 
they literally don't know. And yeah. it's weird because you're, like, half hour away from them, and you're like, bro, I live in my house. And it's so cool how, like, that's all a part of our journeys, that we set out to do that into this world. Like, that's an amazing purpose. I know. I like, forgot we showing did Showing people who we are. I forgot we did that. That was so cool, though. That was mm. so... Like, I find, like, our year, school-wise, we did a lot, and it was, like, very... Like, not saying... I'm not trying to make it sound like the year before me, the year behind me, but the, our year, we're, we're just fortunate enough to have, like... The, like mentors. The, yeah. Like, yeah. Like, not just teachers, mentors. Did ass. Like, mm-hmm. we had Ronnie, Brenda, and, you know, like, it was just, like, we were capable of, like, doing certain things, like, in a different way, like... We didn't we we didn't do a play until we were in high school. Think about mm-hmm. that, grade ten. Like that's crazy. Like, I feel like a lot of those teachers saw a lot of our potentials that we just didn't understand. We had like mm-hmm. we're like I don't get it, and they're just like they helped us. I really appreciated it. I loved high school. Yeah, our teachers there were amazing. Mm-hmm. Like, I wonder. If I they feel like the teachers in our community feel that purpose. Really not like, and that's the thing. Like I felt like. My my grandmother explained it to me, like, uh, my Eva. She said, like, like sometimes people water your garden, and it's in your mind. It's it's the one that lets you grow and all this stuff. And I've been fortunate enough to have felt like people have watered my garden. And mm-hmm. I think, like, for me, I, I want to be able to give back what has been given to me. I, I, at first, when I went to school, I wanted to go for theater. And right away I said, I want to know theater and I love the art of like theater, but I want to bring it back to us in a different sense where we're allowed to express ourselves through theater. And I got very intimidated and I didn't end up like completing the program. But, you know, like it's still something that's on my mind is doing something that I can bring back home Mm -hmm. and for it to be like not sustainable, but something that like gives me passion, gives me drive, gives people purpose. Mm -hmm. Straight up. Yeah, awareness is everything, and like recognizing that that's something you love is like the most important thing. So when you have nothing to fall back on, you'll fall back on something that makes you feel true to who you are, mm. and nobody can take that away. Like mm. that'll be your most like divine energy. Like facts, facts. Yeah. How was it moving away for from school with you, with you? Like oh yeah, so during my first year of university, I moved away to school to Dalhousie with my sister, Carly. And that was, like, really different. It opened my eyes in a lot of ways. Because, like, firstly, I didn't realize that, like, you know, the customer service voice you use, Mm. I didn't realize that I couldn't not, like, take that off when I spoke to people who weren't, like, who were, like, Caucasian, Mm -hmm. I guess. Like, I was horrible. Like, so horrible. Like, my voice would change so crazily. And, like, I wouldn't even, like, I hated it. And, like, to get myself to, like, get out of that because when I started realizing that I was like I had this like identity disconnection I was like okay I need to start fixing it up I don't know how and I I remember asking my sister I'm like how do you do that how do you like continue to use your voice your normal voice like when you talk to people who are like not do they want to understand you I was like I don't want to repeat myself and then I'm like having to like repeat like I literally sometimes use uh, my older sister name Carly like when I order out places because it's just easier for them to be like Carly and I'm like yeah not like Galen mm-hmm. but like Galen like oh my god I can't even imagine that yeah it's so much like it's energy like it's energy consuming so I'm just like yeah Carly oh, for today <laughs> but like um but like I asked her and she's just like I don't know so I started doing it with phone calls so when I go order out I'd be like hi can I get like a large pizza like whatever I'll start that way and then once I was comfortable with doing it on the phone that's when I started being able to like first time in my life 
be comfortable talking to other people like with my regular voice. And I didn't even realize that I had such a disconnection from it because I was just so used to doing like interviews and just getting into it and like just being somebody else. Mm -hmm. And I didn't even get that until it was such a culture shock. Mm -hmm. And I learned so much things about myself and I learned how to meditate afterwards because I was like, wow. I, I really was somebody who wasn't connected, and I thought I was. Mm -hmm. That's the thing, too. It creeps up on you like that, too. Because yeah. our whole lives, you're like, yep, you're going to go away, and you're going to be culture shocked. And you're like, okay, culture shock, culture shock, mm -hmm. culture shock. And then, like, say that six times. But, like, it, it creeps up on you in a sense that you didn't even realize yeah. how much it, like, how shocked you are in that shock factor. It, like, it, it shows you how disconnected you are. Like, I think, I feel like that's what dis, like, the culture shock is. Mm -hmm. It shows you, like, the disconnection that you carry, like, either, whether it's between, like, you and your identity or, like, you and the outside world, like, it just opens your eyes to things you couldn't see before because everything is so normal to you mm -hmm. because you live a certain way. Like, we literally live on the res. We're so, like... Mm -hmm. Isolated. Yeah. It's really like a fish out of water. Like, like that's how I felt. That's why I was like, Mom, let me go home. Like, I left so quick. Oh, Mom, can you pick me up? I'm scared. <laughs> yeah. It was also, too, like, you don't know who you are without your environment kind of deal, too. So being out of your environment, you're just, like, hella shook. You're, like, you you have to, like, yeah. constantly introduce yourself, constantly, mm -hmm. like, just show who you are. And it's Also, like, like you're, like, you constantly carrying this form of, like, protection, almost. Mm -hmm. Because, like, everything is so different. Like, at least for me, like, even there, like, that was one of the first times in my life where I started smudging, actually, mm -hmm. like, to protect myself because of the things that, like, you'd feel from other people that you've just, like, never felt before. And you'd be like, oh, that's scary. <laughs> I don't like that. I smudge myself. Piece of you starts leaving. You're like, oh, wow. <laughs> mm -hmm. But then you're cleansed. And, like, honestly, like, that's what um, my first year of university taught me to, like, cleanse because there's a lot of things that are just going to come to you. And you have to be able to be strong enough whenever they come. So, like, to be able to meditate on, like, when the bad comes, to be strong enough for the bad, but not to prevent it from coming, because it's supposed to teach you something. Mm -hmm. The universe, man. Just yeah. Unexpected. Yeah. But it's meant to. It's meant but to. But it was, it was, like, a really good experience. Like, I had a really fun time with my old sister, Carly. Like, I le learned a lot of independence, even just with living with her, because we lived in, like, a four, like, door, like, a little apartment. We had, like, a kitchenette. Is that what it's called? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a, it had um, a sink and, like, counter microwave and um fridge but there was like me and my sister and one of her roommates that she was in the same program with like because she went to Dalhousie we went to Dalhousie and she was at the medical sciences program so one of one of her climate classmates and then I was in um sciences I'm still in sciences and my other roommate was just somebody in sciences as well they were studying like neuroscience or something I, know, I felt way off in their levels, but, you know, I still passed. I was like, hey, I still belong. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I still belong. And then I was like, mom, I want to come home. She was like, go to CBU. Mm -hmm. I was like, okay. So I'm here now. Mm -hmm. I'm back in Cape Breton. And it feels good, too, because, like, now that everything's online, the pandemic, I just get to stay home. Mm -hmm. <laughs> You'd have class by your window. Oh, yeah. Sure. Did they like, for real, like. And the thing is, like, we and Mace, we moved away and stuff. Yeah, you guys did that too, right? Yeah, and that that taught me a lot. But the thing is, is that when you... For me, this is my home. This will always be my home. No matter how far I go, no matter how long I go, this place has shaped and molded me into the person I am. And even though, like, Elsie Booktook is my home, this place has, like... I can't see myself... Anyway, when I go to bed, when I visualize 
what is what is to be in like where my spirit travels it's here so you know like it's crazy man mm -hmm. For real. and that's like the most important thing to realize too i feel like because we have to realize that this is where our home is and i feel like when we start you know traveling on different paths in our lives because we're so young right now mm -hmm. like we'll be able to always sense a gain of like sense like this like home here Mm -hmm. We'll always know where to find it. We won't be lost. Like, like familiarity like that, too. Yeah. Like, you know how they say, like, you can be alone, but not lonely. Like, it would be hard to not be able to find that home sense mm -hmm. ever. So being able to recognize it is the most, like, it's amazing. It's liberating. Yeah. Because it sucks when you're, like, at home and you just don't feel at home. Mm -hmm. You feel like the environment's just not for you. You don't sense it. So when you're able to find that, like meaning in life again like just kind of like that light like i think that's important because it's important to recognize that you can get like that mm -hmm. straight up and like we're talking about all this stuff of your past and all this stuff but what do you hope for like no oh my god another look at that you know this fly right there hey, okay i'm sorry just, <laughs> just <laughs> caught me off guard you know like on when he's like squirrel squirrel <laughs> that, that was me i'm like squirrel that's also the eagles skippo Anyways, but, like, what do you, what do you hope for now? Like, you know, you're saying you're getting this spirituality and, like, mm -hmm. crystals and stuff. Like, what do you hope for the present and what do you want to do for, like, the future? Like, what are your... My goals? Um, I guess, like, I have too many mini goals right now to even, like, think about what I could be doing ultimately. But, like, if I'm going to strive towards anything, it's, like, to manifest towards the right path, you know, to, like come to realize my full destiny because I do have a lot of faith mm -hmm. and hope and like I know that I won't ever be in a place where I'm stuck so I guess my hopes and dreams for the future is to just continue to help my family heal help myself heal help my community heal continue to pray for them and to like one day live in my community and be working in my community and just find a lot of like contentness and being content for me will be like having a career path here but more importantly doing the things that i know impact me the most like singing mm -hmm. and creating mm -hmm. like those are things that will always be true to who i am no matter what part of my life you're on mm -hmm. like me now me when i was a kid me 30 years from now i'm going to still be doing those things because those are the things that like make me feel like i have a sense of purpose like feed your spirit yeah they feed my spirit it's not even purpose they feed my spirit and it's like you guys even say like oh can pick up like anything and like get into it but really it's like that flow of energy is amazing mm -hmm. and the minute i start and like can't stop i love being stuck in that place mm -hmm. it's amazing and i realize so many things about not only myself but the people that i'm thinking about when i'm channeling mm -hmm. their energy did you ever watch soul uh, I watched like pieces of it. Oh my god, there's I forgot what part it is, what it's called, but it's like I don't want to ruin the movie, but when they're looking at like spirit, and there's a certain place where people go and they're in the zone. And when you said that, does remind me. It's like mm -hmm. you're, that's where your spirit travels. Is this whole different t type of place where you're in the zone. Yeah, my sister like recommended me to watch that. Carly, she told me about pieces of all of it, but I was like, yeah. And then I tried to watch it with Rashawn, but we kind of just that's like, my boyfriend. Mm -hmm. Introduce him on. <laughs> oh, shout out to Rashawn. Shout out to Rashawn. Rashawn's on, man. 
He's a soulmate. Oh my god. I never thought in my life I could ever meet somebody who would just like make me laugh from like literally doing nothing. I was like, what the heck? Because <laughs> we grew up with him too. You know, yeah. Just context. Oh yeah. We also grew up with him all our lives. Mm-hmm. And I never thought we would end up together really. Then high school, we were just like whew, magnets. Mm. I was like, whoa, who are you? Because like at first I was really confused. I was like, I don't know Rashawn. Like, Rashawn's a oh cool guy. There's another pupil. Look at that soulmate. Oh my god. <laughs> that's so cool. That's so many. That's like six or Eight. five. No, that's like four. Four. I really like to exo- over-exaggerate. And I have to remember to stay true to the moment. <laughs> yeah, stay true to the moment. The vibes. Yeah. Oh my god, that's so cool. Eh? Yeah. Wow. Oh yeah, I just cracked my fingers. So yeah, that's what I'm hoping for future me. To be continuing the path that I'm on. Continue to realize my destiny. And continue to heal, not only for myself, for others, and for my people, ultimately. Hey, that's beautiful, actually. Because like, I was going to even, I was even thinking, I was like, wonder what she'd want to say to the person, next, like, in the next 30 years. Because, like, one day we're going to look back at this, you know, because I always say, like, there's, like, a timestamp. Oh, and, like, yeah, like, for real. Yeah, like, we're like, speaking these words into, yeah, like, like well, the Yeah, like, what if our kids are listening to this? Like, I always say that, bro. Wow. Like, if you choose to have kids, but, like, straight up. I'll always be proud of how genuinely you guys were able to make me feel vulnerable in this moment. Bro. Mm. my God. Thank oh my you God. so much. Oh you guys God. just have this gift, I promise. Oh, my God, thank you. Like, you guys are, like, this is oral tradition. Straight up. <laughs> oh, my God. Two I'd seen. You guys are, like, recording it all. Damn, for the next generation. Mm-hmm. Like, that's so cool. Oh my like, god, I'm getting real <laughs> That's so cool. But Frick, really, thanks for coming on here. Thanks for sharing your knowledge, your wisdom, and just your experiences. Like, just your behind the scenes. That was cool. Oh yeah, thank There's you guys like, so much. a lot that I learned, and you know, I, I already respected you so much. But like, to figure out all these, like, for you to answer my questions, like... I hope I did. Is there anything that I, like, didn't catch on because I, like, talked too much? No! No. (laughs) It was really good. Like, this is kind of long, but I really think that everything... If somebody listened all the way to the end, they're going to learn a lot more than they did. I listen. I always listen all the way to the end. Not trying to, like... Me too. I get the, like, okay, bye! Like, (laughs) you know? Yeah, but really, I think it's just... This whole experience and this whole just... I don't know. You're you're such a genuine person, and I feel like I watched you grow from the time we were young to now, and just being able to have this, like this gift to remember you by, and just this gift of your knowledge and you being able to be vulnerable like that. Because I feel like everything that you shared was very very valuable, and it's very like, like authentic to you, and like you know. Yeah, like I kind of just said it. I was like. I don't know, I, I kind of am looking back on it now and be like, what did I just say? But I know it came from the heart of hey, I can't this remember. This is such a flowing like, conversation, yeah. too. feels like somebody's just chilling with us. And they were, like, just talking. Mm-hmm. Like, true, man. But I know that's, like, I think that's why I love this medium so much. Mm-hmm. It's just being able to just share. We're just, like, all in a bubble together just now. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay, that was a trip. <laughs> <laughs> is there anything you want to say? Um... Mm, Anything that I want to say? No. That's not a pressure. I know. I'm like, uh, Gullo, how can I end off with? Gullo sells jewelry. It's like resin jewelry. And she kind of like puts like her part of her spirit. She, it's energy oh, transfer. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, right? So it's all of like Gullo's vibes. And she picks the medicines and it protects you. It heals you. And I don't know. She does the random sales. Hopefully she'll like yeah. start a business. I keep, I keep popping up here and there. It's only on Facebook. Mm-hmm. But like in the summertime, hoping when school's over, like I'll 
commit to something. Like an Instagram or something? Yeah. Like, I know right now I'm catching the bus as it's taking off. (laughs) So, I'm, like, I'm feeding, like, here and there. I'm feeding my page at Facebook. But, like, in the summertime, it'll be there. Mm -hmm. Imagine you going powwows and selling your jewelry. Oh, my God. That'd be crazy. Straight up. No, like, you and, you know, you. it's all, like, very... You do it so, like, it's so cheap, too. Like, you could probably oversell it. Oh, my God. No, like, straight up, it's so... (laughs) Like like I said, you're selling a piece of yourself and a Mm -hmm. transference and stuff. Like, people, you know, don't... don't, um, Yeah, I get you. Because that's what my sister always is telling me. Like, you do this for, like, so much. Like, you could, like, be doing it for more. I'm like, I don't don't know. (laughs) You want it to be able to be accessible to community people, too. Oh, yeah. I think, like, definitely in the summertime, I'll definitely be doing that. Mm -hmm. It's so cool, yeah, but... Gala does that, and, you know, stay on the lookout for her, like, um... On Facebook. Yeah, Facebook or Instagram. <laughs> yeah. I'm just trying to plug her right <laughs> <now>. <laughs> I feel like I've been doing all plug the talking, my... I'm so sorry. No, bro, I love this. <laughs> yeah, so I'm fun. just like, yeah, I just... I feel like we've always been this way, though, mm-hmm. the three of us. Like, <laughs> it'll be, like, more me and you talking about the doing, and then, like, Cameron chimes in on, like... Wisdom. <laughs> she's like the mature she, one. She like, talks I what love she it. needs to. <laughs> she's like she knows what to say. She doesn't babble. She like I promise you. We just <laughs> ramble. Just keep going. Like we're, we just keep just circling a conversation. Yeah. But yeah, I have nothing to say. Yeah, <laughs> I have said so much. Yeah, and I have nothing just, to say. Bro, it's fine. It's so cool. Though. This is a cool episode. Mm-hmm. Okay. Thank you guys so much. Okay, thank you for having us. You know, like really, I'm so grateful that like you're our first guest back, and you know, like not trying to say the guest before uh, it was my mom, but like, um, oh yeah. But we've grown a lot as uh, since then, and maybe I'll have my mom back. But like, this has been really like it really reaffirmed a lot for this uh, podcast, and I'm really grateful that you're here and you shared so much with us. A, if anyone's listened to us on like a like a drive somewhere that's what I usually do like I said on a drive but like say if they're going to like Turo or something they just made it to like like Antigonish go, com- <laughs> go comment something on like on your, on your guys' page or something yeah. like an emoji to know you chimed in all the way until this minute like hey, yo, oh yo okay so if you made it to the end make sure to put um, a yellow heart Ooh, on like, yes. a new post when we upload this Oh my God, to show that you're a real one. Yeah. Okay, yeah, so Gullo really, again, Babalalin, but just thank you. I'm very, very grateful for you. And I, mean, I always say, like, Ilno's gotta say, like, see you later, like, 10 times. Madras, you need And they'll, like, go to the door. Yeah, I'm leaving right now. See you Half later. hour goes by, and you're like, oh, I forgot this too. <laughs> you're still talking at the door. Your shoes are on. Yeah, oh my god. My mom's always like, don't stand at the door. I'm mm-hmm. like, woman, no, let me come, let me stay in here then. Mm-hmm. I'm just like, leaving. ready to go, ready yeah. to leave. But yeah, again. <laughs> okay, um, I'm, I'm good. No talk so no yeah. talk so it's been real. Okay. It's been real. It's the end. <laughs> 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 <laughs>